Lolololo. Chapter 4. Moving blazingly fast with the Corbin motions. Motions, as in movements, are how you move around in BIM. They are commands that, when typed, move the cursor around with highest speed and precision. There are many of them, and each one is best suited for different types and lengths of movement. I find they work great in tandem with Visual Studio Code native go-to features like go-to-file and go-to-symbol. Here's a condensed list of the most useful ones and when and how to use them. Move horizontally word by word. Word motions let you jump from word to word in either direction, from left to right or right to left. As such, they allow you to move faster than the basic horizontal motions H and L. You can use the W for word command to jump to the beginning of the next word like so. And now there's a beautiful colorful image that you cannot see unless you have the book with you, in which you see how uh, we move the cursor horizontally from word to word. In this case, we just have a simple JavaScript function declaration in which we have a function followed by uh, the name of the function itself, which is hello beam world. Uh, the cursor is on the first F of function, so in the beginning of the line. And when you type the W for word, the cursor jumps one word to the beginning of the next word, which is the name of the function. So it jumps to the letter H in hello beam world. Likewise, in addition to W, you can use B for back to jump to the beginning of a word backwards. You can also use E for end to jump to the end of a word. And you can use GE to jump to the end of a word, but backwards. So you can see that there is like a nice pairing of commands, WMB, to jump from uh, the beginning of a word, uh, forwards and backwards. And then you have E and GE that do the same thing, but to the end of a word. Aside, learn commands with the help of mnemonics. Vim has a humongous amount of commands. In time, and when you become an experienced Vim user, the commands will become second nature, reflexive and automatic. At the beginning though, you will need to learn them one by one. A great way to learn Vim commands is by using mnemonics, like associating a letter to a word that is easier to remember. For instance, you can remember that W lets you move from word to word by associating it with the word word. Or the B lets you move word to word backwards by associating it in your head with the word back. Following this technique, you will find that you can learn and recall a lot of commands with little effort. Words and words. So W, B, E, and G, E let you move word by word in BIM. But what is a word exactly? A word in BIM is either one, a sequence of letters, digits, and numbers, or two, a sequence of other non-blank characters. Now we have a diagram that shows this with an example. We have, uh, these are four words, which are four words in BIM. Then we have all letters, and these below two, uh, these are 
these are as well four words. And then we have the last example, which is all non-blank characters. We have comma, 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 space, dot, 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 space, open parens, uh, five times. And then we have a space and we have comma, dot, open parens. And these, because they are words uh, composed of non-blank characters, are also four words separated by white space. But in addition to this definition of word, Vim also has the concept of special kinds of words with letters, digits, and numbers that also include special characters like dot, open parent, open brackets, etc. They are called words in Vim jargon. And I shout because they are word in uh, all uppercase letters, so all capital case letters. And now there's another beautiful picture here that shows the name of a function. It says, hello Vim world, that's the name of a function. And then it has uh, the parentheses and the curly brackets that show like the function signature. And here we have the comparison of a word with a word. And the word itself is only the name of the function itself. So hello Vim world, that's a word. And if we include also the parentheses and, this, and the curly braces, we get the word because it uh, contains both uh, the letters and the special characters. Words are particularly helpful to us programmers because code often has a lot of them. And now we have another example. It says, this is a word. And now you have uh, like the name of a function uh, with underscores. And then we have another example, which is this function call sum, and then you have a two comma three. Uh, so calling a function sum with two arguments, that's also a word. And then the last example is an array. You have this array, and it's an array of one, two, three, four, five, separated by commas. That is also a word as well. So if you want to move word by word, you can use the capitalized equivalence of the motion described earlier. So before we had W-B-E-G-E, -E, uh, and now if you want to move word by word, you have the capitalized versions of those commands. So you have uppercase W for word, <laughs> uppercase B to go back, uh, uppercase E to go to the end, and G uppercase E to go to the end backwards. As a general rule, word motions allow for more precise changes while word motions allow for faster movements because the uppercase version of these commands lets you jump words that are both um, letters, digits, uh, and underscores, and also special characters, you can move faster using the uppercase version of this motion. Move to a specific character. Find character motions let you move horizontally quickly and with high precision. Use F followed by a character, and this is a find command in Vim, to move to the next occurrence of a character in a line. For instance, type F followed by quotes sends you to the next occurrence of a double quote. If your target is behind the cursor, you can also use the capitalized version of this command. So uppercase F followed by a character allows you to find the previous occurrence of a character. And now we have uh, another beautiful image, colorful, beautiful image, that shows an example of using this fine command using the F 
followed by an open uh, parenthesis and we have the same function from the previous example with words and in this case what we do is highlight how you can move much faster and precisely using the find command so before if you wanted to get to that open uh, parenthesis we need to type the w command uh, more times and with uh, this find command we can do it at once we can clearly see how f the f command is faster and more precise than using word motions by pitching one against the other in an example. And now we have an additional example where we have a function declaration in which we assign a function to a variable. And we have a const fireable equals function target, where target is an argument. And it shows how you can use a find command, which is only two characters to get to the destination, whereas if you use the word command, you need to type word uh, four times, so it's much faster. In addition to the F command, Vim also offers the T command, uh, T for until. So you can use the mnemonic until or till to remember this command. You can use T followed by a character to move the cursor just before the next occurrence of a character. Think of T followed by character like moving your cursor until that character. Again, yes, as happened in the previous example with uh, F command, you can use the capital version of, of this command to do the same but backwards. So use capital T followed by a character to find that character backwards within a line. If the difference between the F and T commands isn't quite clear yet, here's another example that compares both of them. Now we have the same example of the fireball spell. And in this case, when we use the T and F commands uh, using uh, the open parentheses character, you can see how if you use the F command, your cursor ends up exactly on top of that character. And if we use the T until command, the cursor ends up before um, the parentheses and in the end of the function keyword. T is really useful when you combine motions with operators to perform text changes as you will soon discover. For instance, you could delete everything until uh, the parentheses and change it for something else. After using F followed by character, you can type a semicolon to go to the next occurrence of the character or comma to go to the previous one. You can see these two commands, semicolon and comma, as commands for repeating the last character search. This is nice because it saves you from typing the same search over and over again. So instead of typing FD, FD, FD to find the letter D within a line, uh, the third occurrence, you can type FD and then semicolon, semicolon to achieve the same effect, saving you a lot of keystrokes. Aside, on notes, melodies, and chords. Theme is quite special. If you have used other editors, you're probably accustomed to typing chords of keys. That is, typing a combination of keys at the same time. For instance, Ctrl C to copy and Ctrl V to paste. Although Vim is no stranger to chords, it relies even more on melodies of keys. A melody 
is a series of notes played one after the other. If you think of keys as notes, then melodies of keys are keys that are pressed one after the other in rapid succession. So when you read that you need to type F followed by character to find a character in a line, it means that you first you need to type F and then you type the character in rapid succession. These two keys are thus played as a melody. Using melodies of keys is the most common way in which you interact with Vim. And although unfamiliar and kind of strange, it is very convenient because controlling the editor suddenly feels like you're just typing text. It is also marvelous for your wrist's health because you no longer need to rely on complex and unnatural key combinations that strain your poor joints. And I have a note here that says, this is great if you have experienced carpal, 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 carpal tunnel syndrome or other wrist joint problems as I have. Also, do yourself a favor and get a nice ergonomic keyboard. You are in this for the long haul. Move horizontally extremely. To move extremely horizontally, use the following commands. O or zero moves to the first character of a line. Caret moves to the first non-blank character of a line. Dollar moves to the end of a line. And G underscore moves to the non-blank character at the end of a line. I find that I often use O1 dollar, uh, the most often of those four. Moving vertically. So now we're done with the horizontal motions for now, and we're going to go into moving up and down. Starting from K and J, we move on to a faster way of maneuvering vertically with these uh, commands. Closing curly brace jumps entire paragraphs downwards. Open curly brace similarly but upwards. Ctrl D for down lets you move down half a page by scrolling the page. And Ctrl U for up lets you move up half a page also by scrolling. None of these commands are my favorites, but they will do for the time being. In the custom mappings chapter, you will learn how to create a custom key binding for the ultimate mid-range vertical motion. High precision vertical motions with the search pattern. To move vertically even faster when you have a target in mind, your best option is to search for that target with the forward slash and the question mark commands. So this is how they work. You use the forward slash command followed by a pattern to search forward inside of a file. So to search uh, the whole breadth of a file and you use the question mark followed by a pattern to search backwards. The pattern itself, uh, that pattern fragment that I just mentioned, will often be a string literal, uh, for instance, the name of a method, class, or variable, but it can also be a regular expression. If you're near your computer, try typing a search command right now. You will discover that as you type a search command, any bit of text within a file that matches your pattern is highlighted. As you continue typing the pattern, the highlighted areas will be updated and reflect the new matches. When you find what you're looking for, type enter and your cursor will jump to the first match in the document. There, you can perform some editing if you want and later use N, the letter N, for next, 
to jump to the next match, or uppercase N for the previous one. You can think of N as repeating a search. So just like uh, semicolon and comma in the previous uh, find character uh, command, N and capital N were the same, uh, work in the same way for the search command. Aside, enabling highlighted search. For some reason unbeknownst to me, highlighted search isn't enabled by default in VS Code Vim. To remedy that, go to Preferences, Settings, Enable the Vim HL Search, like Highlight Search option. Or alternatively, use the Vim.HL Search option in the JSON version of the configuration. Vim loves, love, loves saving you time. Type forward slash enter or question mark enter anytime to run the last search uh, forwards or backwards. So this is often used if you're searching forward and all of a sudden you want to search backward, you can, uh, for instance, type that uh, question mark to change the direction of the search. Or you can use uh, the asterisk command to do a search for the word under the cursor. This is a very common usage, very common command. So you type asterisk and then you automatically are searching for the word that is under your cursor. And you can use the hashtag to do the same but backwards. Moving faster with counts. Counts are numbers which let you multiply the effect of a command. So you can use them by prefixing any command with a count like this. Count followed by a command. And a count is a number. For instance, typing 2w allows us to move the cursor two words forward. Typing 5 and j changes your cursor position to five lines below. Typing 3 and semicolon lets you go to the next third occurrence of a character. Typing 2 followed by forward slash baby sends you flying to the second occurrence of baby in a document. In general, you can use count with any motion to multiply that motion count times. Aside, relative line numbers. A great way to move vertically within Beam is by using counts in combination with the J and K motions. But sometimes it can be hard to know how many lines you need to jump to get to the desired position. That's where relative line numbers can come in quite handy. Relative line numbers show line numbers in relation to the current line. If the current line is where your cursor is resting, the line below would have line number one, the next one line number two, and so on. Using relative line numbers, it is very straightforward to see how many lines you need to jump to get to where you want to go. Just take a sneak peek at the relative line number and use it as a count. You can enable relative line numbers in VS Code by going to Preferences Settings, searching for the line numbers configuration and setting it to relative. Remember, you can use a command palette with uh, Command Shift P or Control Shift P to quickly access your settings or other commands using the keyboard. Moving semantically. In addition to the previous motions, which don't really take into account the meaning of your code, Vim offers additional bindings that take your code semantics into consideration. You can use GD 
and you can think of this as go to definition to jump to the definition of whatever is under your cursor and you can use gf go to file to jump to a file in an import some more nifty core motions and these are yet more motions that can come in handy from time to time so these are used less often but they can also be useful type gg to go to the top of the file use line numbers followed by gg to go to a specific line so if you go to go so if you would like to go to line number 20 you type 20 followed by gg and you go there use capital g to go to the end of the file and type percent to jump to matching uh, braces so if you want to jump to a matching parentheses or a matching curly brace or a matching square bracket you can type percent the percent key on top uh, when you have the cursor on top of one of the matching bracket one of the matching brackets and you will go to the other one summary motions are commands that let you move around in beam with high speed and precision they are composed of one or more keys typed as melodies they let you perform different types of movements with various lengths and degrees of precision the most basic ones are h j k l which are great for small corrections then we have word and paragraph motions so w and uh, uh, curly braces that are nice for browsing code faster and after those we have high precision search like motions like f or forward slash that let us quickly teleport to a character search pattern find character and search motions have what we call repeaters so that was the n command and the semicolon command and these let us repeat the last search by typing yet one character we can use them to jump from much to much in either direction very quickly and you'll see that the concept of repeaters is a common theme in Vim, and you learn many of them throughout the book Train yourself to rely on repeaters and you'll become the more effective for it. You can combine counts with motions for greater effect. Our brains are slow at counting so you should limit the use of counts only to short jumps. When using counts with vertical motions it is nice to enable relative numbers because they give you a clear reference to your target. Consider enabling relative numbers if you haven't already. And now let's move onto another foundational block in Beam that will allow you to edit text like if by art of magic. Operators! 